Hello everyone, this is Rajal and you are listening to Let's Play with Rajal, an audible gaming experience. First things first, thank you for downloading my podcast and tuning into my YouTube channel. My name is Rajal and I'm based out of Mumbai. We playing Tetris on a handheld Game Boy, shooting bullets, playing Contra, making high scores on snakes on my Nokia 1100, and now playing the modern games on consoles and PCs. I have always been a gamer ever since I can remember. With the world drastically changing around us, due to the onset of the lockdown, there has been a surge in our gaming community. Many new gamers have joined and old ones have matured. Since gaming has been my oldest and constant hobby, I wanted to share my favorite gaming stories with you and hear back from you as well, making it an altogether refreshing way of reaching out. I'll be posting a weekly show every Sunday on podcast and YouTube discussing my favorite games on PlayStation, Xbox, iPad, mobile, you name it, and I will play it. So without further ado, let's play. Hello, hello, you are listening to Let's Play with Rajal, an audible gaming experience. Friends, I wanted to kick off the first episode with a game which today's console generation swears by. A crowd favorite and my own favorite game of all time, God of War. God of War, a game that has defined generations of Sony PlayStation consoles. There are a total of 8 games in this action-adventure franchise and the first game was released way back in 2005 on PlayStation 2. Gradually, the games kept getting bigger and bigger and in 2018, we arguably witnessed the best game in the franchise or should I say, the best game ever. God of War on PlayStation 4. The game is developed by Santa Monica Studios, a small subsidiary of Sony. Hence, this best-selling game is a Sony exclusive. There have been confessions by gamers that they bought a PlayStation just to play God of War. The protagonist of the game is Kratos, Kratos, also known as Ghost of Sparta. He is a Spartan soldier and a demigod. He is son of Zeus. The earlier iterations of the game were based on the Greek mythology. Kratos take revenge from his father Zeus and the Greek pantheon for deceiving him, making him kill his wife and daughter. Kratos attains godhood and becomes the god of war. Greeks do not do so well in father-son relationship. Incidentally, Zeus, god of lightning, was responsible for imprisoning his father, the titan Kronos. On other hand, Kronos wanted to eat Zeus raw when he was a newborn child. <coughs> Moving back to Kratos, after destroying the pantheon in utter remorse for his past, he decided to move to Scandinavia. He hid his identity as a god and chose to live his life as a mortal, marrying a local fae and becoming father to his son Atreus. If only life was as simple as moving on to Scandinavia and enjoying the northern life. 
The story of God of War starts with the death of his wife Faye, after which everything has changed. Kratos is grieving and he decides to vent his grief by training his son Atreus in hunting and survival skills. He decides to mend his father-son relationship that Kratos never had. But in doing so, he cannot let go of his Spartan military days. So he addresses Atreus as boy. Atreus has been sick for some reason and Kratos is strict on his son, but in a very caring way. Cory Barlow, who is the director of the game, had just become a father and he leaned on to his paternal instincts while developing this strong father-son duo. Like I said, everything has changed with the death of Kratos' wife. Soon after, they burn her body on fire. It is a very emotional scene. I just can't understand why Kratos can't have a happy married life. Kratos is visited by a man who feels no pain. He is none other than Baldr, the son of Odin and brother of Thor. Turns out that Norse gods are no better than Greek gods. After an epic encounter, Kratos, helped by his magical axe, a gift from his wife, decides to fulfill her last wish along with Atreus. The last wish is to scatter her ashes from the highest peak in the Nine Realms. Oh yes, Nine Realms, not just Midgard or Earth as Norse folk call it. Well, wives are demanding. The story is very close to the Norse mythology. The centerpiece of the game is Lake of Nine, which is home to the last remaining giant, the world serpent, Yarmagandr. He is so ancient that no one knows what the hell is he talking about. Lake of Nine also holds key to traveling to nine realms and most importantly, Jordanheim, the realm which has the highest peak in all nine realms. Kratos and Atreus make a lot of enemies from Norse folklore. Troggers, Wolvers, Nightmares, Trolls, Ancients, and also some very good friends like Freya, the estranged wife of Odin, a Vanir god, and now a witch in woods. After she is shunned from Asgard, the realm of gods. They are also helped by Huldra brothers, Brock and Sindri, dwarves who are master craftsmen and weapon makers. The same Huldra brothers who have made Mjolnir, the magical hammer of Thor. Perhaps the most useful ally that the father and son make during the journey is the head, that is Mimir, a former consort of gods and an emissary of Odin, but now reduced to being tied up and tortured by Odin on a tree. It is Mimir who reveals that their goal is in Jotunheim, but the giants have blocked travel to keep out Odin and Thor. Odin and Thor are antagonists in the series and take pride in killing giants, the natives of Jotunheim. Knowing of another passage, Mimir instructs Kratos to behead him and have his head revived by Freya upon resurrection. Kratos' long-standing hatred of God causes him to immediately distrust her. We now come to know that Atreus is sick and it is because of his heritage. He is a part God. Both Freya and Mimir warn him that he must tell Atreus about his true nature. Ignoring their advice, like a soldier, Kratos' goal continues to be search of components to open Jotunheim's portal. Kratos, Atreus and Mimir 
Attacked by Modi and Magni, the sons of Thor, and twice his attitude. Kratos kills Magni and Modi flees, but later ambushes the protagonists. Kratos fends him off, but Atreus collapses, suddenly ill due to the contradiction of God believing himself to be a mortal. Freya offers to help Atreus and instructs Kratos to retrieve the heart of the bridgekeeper in Helheim, the realm of hell. However, his frost-based Leviathan axe is useless in the icy realm. Kratos returns home to unearth his old weapon, the Fury Blades of Chaos. The same weapon which he had renounced, the same weapon with which he killed his father. After retrieving the heart, he has a haunting vision of Zeus and Mimir pieces together Kratos' bloody past. Freya revives Atreus and Kratos finally tells him that he is a god. As common with gods in this world, Atreus becomes increasingly arrogant and against Kratos' order murders a weakened Modi, who was beaten by his father Thor for leaving his brother Magni to die. At Midgard's peak, Kratos and Atreus are ambushed by Baldur, resulting in Jotunheim's portal being destroyed and the group falling back into him. Atreus make amends with Kratos and they learn that Freya is Baldur's mother and she casted an immortality spell on him that makes him feel no pain. Mothers, the love is so pure. Returning to Midgard, Mimi realizes there is another way to reach Jotunheim, but he needs his missing eye. After obtaining it from Jormungandr's belly, they are attacked by Baldur again, but Freya intervenes. During the fight, Baldur is pierced by Atreus' arrow breaking Freya's spell. Baldur is defeated and despite being given an opportunity to retreat, he attempts to strangle Freya, forcing Kratos to kill him. A grieving Freya swears revenge and taunts Kratos about hiding his true nature from his son. Kratos finally tells Atreus about his own past and how he killed his fellow Greek gods, including his father, Zeus. Atreus laments this cycle of violence and Kratos tells him that they should learn from their experiences and not repeat the mistakes of their predecessors. A silent Freya leaves with Baldur's corpse. This is how the adventurous journey of God of War comes to an end. Hope you enjoyed the story as much as I enjoyed playing it. Good luck playing with it folks, this is a must play game. Of course. Like every Marvel comic ending, there is a teaser for the next game during the credits. Ragnarok. The end of the world is coming. The story is a roller coaster. We, along with Kratos and Atreus, understand the importance of familial relationships and how our parents, even if harsh, have a wise reason to be so. It also implores the fact that children will always reach out to their parents in times of need. This learning has a much bigger relevance in today's time. When was the last time you said, I love you, mom, or I love you, dad? Of course, we can't discount the power of love in this game. Love that Kratos has for his wife even after her death. It is love between the Haldra brothers that make them the master craftsmen together. And it's the mother's love that Freya has for his son Baldur, even if he wanted to. Oh, we never understand love, do we? It comes in so many forms and in so many layers. Everything about this game fits like a perfect jigsaw puzzle. Direction is outstanding. 
voice acting is amazing. Christopher Judge as Kratos is disciplined yet witty, strict yet caring, tough yet vulnerable. Sunny Sujit as Atreus has the impish energy and respect for his father. Of course, this will not be complete without voice acting of Alistair Duncan, Daniel Pisuti, and Jeremy Davis as Mimir, Freya, and Baldur respectively. The phenomenal visuals, rewarding explorations, and a deep nuanced combat system contribute to an epic adventure that is God of War. The visuals at times are so good, we are literally transported to Midgard and other realms as a witness to this epic adventure. There are so many goosebumps inducing moments in this game. Fighting the teleporting bridgekeeper of Helheim, fighting enemies on a ship and also keeping the fire alight so the ship can fly, fighting a dragon to save your life, after all he was in our way, fighting Baldur on back of a flying dragon, fighting a Valkyrie to free them from Odin's evil grip. But ironically, the best moment is when Kratos and Atreus are not fighting. They are in fact sharing a bottle of lemon wine and smacking their lips. Atreus has passed the rites of passage. I can't wait to play the next game in God of War series, Ragnarok, which is due to be released in late 2021 on PS4 and PS5. Ragnarok is indeed coming. Like I said, everything has changed with the death of Kratos' wife. This was my experience while playing God of War. I hope I was able to pass on some of these energies to you while talking about the game and would love to hear some feedback from your end. Next week, I'll be back with a new game and a new story. This is me, Rajal, signing off. Till then, keep playing.